Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. We are your crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information today. And we are joined by a special guest to help us kick off today's virtual cruise through that information. Her name is Shannon. She's from a uh, new social media app for boaters called Aloft. You can check it out, Aloft. <laughs> A float. He did it. He did it. He, you knew he would do that. It is a float dot app. We'll we'll fix that in post, Shannon. So, uh, oh, regardless, welcome to the world of boating. How are you? <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yes, it's a float dot app. Check it out online. New social media app uh, that you developed uh, for boaters, obviously. Uh, so first, before we uh, get into the details of what this app is, you know, what it does and, and what makes it different and unique for boaters that want to socialize amongst themselves, uh, what is your boating background? Tell us. Uh, it was it started rather sporadically. Um, I was about nine years old and uh, my dad just came home with a 26 foot McGregor nice. and parked it in the driveway. My mom had no idea that he was even going out to purchase it. And um we started sailing around Lake Ontario and then eventually starting to trailer it down to, to South Florida in the Keys. No, wait a minute. Um, so. Wait. Yeah, your dad found this boat. Uh, he yep. purchased it without his mm-hmm. uh, wife's knowledge. And, mm-hmm. you're, and yep. you're still together to this day? <laughs> yeah, wow. they're still together. That's impressive. Wow. Barry, yeah. what do you think? Greg, how, how do you think most boats are purchased? Do you, do you th- Without the I mean, uh, spouse's knowledge? Gosh. Uh, otherwise, we would sell zero boats. Okay. That's true. All right. Yeah, what do you think, Barry? Uh, well, I did tell my wife I was going up to purchase the boat, and I brought my son with me. So yeah. um, she sort of knew already. She short, sort of knew and said, hey, yeah. don't, don't be surprised if the locks have been changed when you come back to the house. Well, luckily, she didn't know how to change the garage lock. So okay. I was able to get the All right. Well, uh, well, that's impressive. So obviously, uh, you grew up in a boating family, it sounds like then, right? So that planted I the did. seed, right, Shannon? Yeah. Okay. Every every March break, we were down sailing around, uh, am I going to say this right? Bihi Honda. Um, the Keys, Marathon, Key Largo, and going out to all the like major snorkeling areas and you know diving in oh, and having fantastic. experiences that the tourists really couldn't have. There you so, go. So wait, yeah. that that boat lived down here or did it live up there? Did it trailer it or what? It was yeah, it was trailerable. Okay. It was the lar- I think the largest um, uh, sailboat that you could trailer was ah. the twenty six. Wow, that's right. big. So, but yeah. but when you trailered it down, you, it was from where again? Where you grew up? Where did you grow up doing this? So Ontario, okay. uh, Mississauga, Ontario, which is a suburb of Toronto. Yeah, so that's a bit of a haul. Uh, but you did sure it every is. every spring. Got out of the Great White North, took the boat down, and enjoyed some uh, you know Florida boating adventures. And and so you kind of had that background as a you know uh, growing up in a boating family. Uh, now you reside yep. in Las Vegas. 
and, and that has kind of just been like in the back of your mind. Like, yeah, do you have you been doing this uh, ever since with the family? Like, you guys get together every spring and do some boating, or what? Absolutely. Every every summer, we're up in Georgian Bay. Um, you know, I try and get at least a couple weeks on the boat every summer, depending on what my work schedule looks like. Right. Um, so I still I still sail with them, but I have a ton of other boater friends. Um, you know that I've I've kept in touch with, and anytime I can get out with them, you know, it's it's definitely a treat. So. As much as I can, I'm, I'm out on the water, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, in between slot machines and uh, stage shows <laughs> and things, what, are you out on Lake Mead there in uh, in the Vegas area or what? Yeah, I just bought a paddleboard, actually, so I'm looking to get out tomorrow. So very oh, excited okay. to get back out on the water. Sweet. Yeah. I love Start the way she up. said tomorrow, right? That was a Canadian thing, wasn't it? <laughs> I think I think I heard that, but uh, yeah, you, but that's all good. You are you are a paddleboarder, uh, and with your experience in boating going back uh, quite a while, you are planning on wearing some kind of a PFD, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. He, now Patrick feels a lot better. He's gonna just Thank she's gonna just strap the paddleboard to her back. I mean that that works too, doesn't it, Patrick? No, it's oh, just okay. a, a, you frequently see people out paddleboarding and they've got no type of PFD and mm-hmm. uh, Lake Mead being as busy as it it is with power boats, um, you know the opportunity to get getting tossed off your paddleboard or if you're in a ca- kayak something like that. Uh, it's just uh, I figured as much that she would be uh, prudent in okay. uh, wearing the proper All right. flotation Shannon, device. If you haven't figured it out already, Captain Patrick is kind of like the buzzkill member of the World of Boating crew. <laughs> No, of, he just likes to see him come back alive. Well, okay. I guess yeah, you could look at it that way, Barry. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, him and I have that in common. I grew what? up uh, also as a, uh, a lifeguard and teaching um, uh, you know, lifeguarding uh, techniques to other people. So I'm uh, I'm also a big advocate for safety. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there. Uh, maybe maybe there's uh, something there. I don't know. Uh, they see eye to eye. First time ever. First time for everything, I guess. All right. So Shannon has this new app, uh, Afloat. You can check it out, afloat.app, uh, and look it up. And then you can download it. It's for your iPhone, uh, Android phone. You, you can download the app. And, and what does it do exactly, Shannon? Absolutely. So um, it is the first of its kind. Um, it is for anybody out on the water. So whether you jet ski, paddleboard, sail, um, you know, motorboat, all that, we want to be able to connect people on the water and kind of create a new form of discovery for people that's kind of outside of the normal format for social media, where you're just getting content constantly served to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what we want to do is encourage people to use the map for discovery. So you just like you would open your Google Maps, you would open up your your actual afloat map and you'll be actually able to see all of the different boaters in your area. You can click on them, see their profile, directly message them. So tons of different organic uh, interactions could come from this type of format. You know, if you want to see ahead to maybe the anchorage that you're going to, you can, you know, message ahead to another boat that's in there ask you know what the weather's like how how's your hook holding you know how many boats are in there or if you're if you're nomadic um, or a new boater and you want to learn about boating etiquette which will be part of the app or you just want to find out new points of interest um, this will be very valuable for for nomadic and, and new boaters as well and, and nomadic uh, that that uh, addresses the fans of vikings um, <laughs> yeah. uh, no it's it's no. A, it's a, it's a, a trance it's the transient nature of boating. Oh, right, right, right. Exactly. I'm just <laughs> um, spelling that out. All right. Well, I would imagine like yeah, weekend boaters, weekend warriors that we have down here in Florida, for instance, that like to hang out, 
at a sandbar on a Saturday or Sunday, this would be an ideal application application to have kind of and kind of get a preview of what to expect when you get out there like how many boats are anchored out and that kind of stuff that's what you've developed this for it sounds like right yeah absolutely and like um actually to piggyback on what you're just saying you know there's a lot of jet skiers i know i know that are out in destin florida that mm-hmm. like to plan these um these sandbar parties and we're right. actually going to be launching um events notifications and creation within the app as well so there'll be that There'll be anchorage reviews. There'll be provisioning information for people that, you know, are going from port to port, long hauls, that kind of thing. Got it. So it that sounds to me smart. like this is uh, like a, a narrow version, a, a better version of Facebook for boaters, you know, because you won't be bombarded with like, hey, check out what I had for dinner and, and stuff like those kind of goofy and pictures. And political ads yes. and all of the other things that are coming up now that really don't, they don't foster social connectedness anymore. It's not so much social media as it's social media, where mm. you're just constantly getting contact you know, you're being bombarded and it's no longer about user discovery. Yeah. And the Fedia part, you know, when you just see like, Hey, check out this uh, meal I had here, here's my lunch. Here's my (laughs) breakfast. I'm like, I don't know why they started that trend, but boy, what a turn off. Greg shows it both ways before he eats it. And after he gives it. Quiet, Barry. It's not inappropriate. (laughs) That's true. All right. So, uh, so anyway, so you, you just saw this need for the boating community and figured, uh, Hey, uh, I, I got the technical know-how to make it happen. I'll put it together and put it out there. So the app is live now or getting ready to go live or what? Where is it at? Well, we'll be live in two months. We are. Um, we do have our splash, splash page up, which is the, uh, you can kind of see it behind me, the float.app. If you just yep. type that into your URL, you'll right. be able to sign up for early access. Um, and we are um, going to be including some early access people in our beta testing because Um, I mean, the whole reason this came about is I started talking to people in the boating world and, you know, saw this gap and kind of what what problems we needed to solve and and make better. Mm -hmm. So um, the more people that sign up for early access, the better we're going to make the app. I like Um, it. So excited about that. So Barry can get it on his phone. Patrick can do the same. Mike the Mariner, who's not here today, or Rusty. Uh, I've already alerted them to this new uh, app that's about to launch. Uh, Once again, a, a float dot app is where you can go to check out the information on the web and then get access to to possibly being a beta, beta tester right that's what you're looking for right now yes absolutely okay. what we're All right. looking for well, right now this is a good place to uh announce that uh element uh some folks listening today may want to participate and help shannon out sounds like a great effort shannon uh hats off to you and uh maybe we'll have to do some more stuff in the future i sound good Absolutely. All right, there you go. Aloft.app. Check it out. We got more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast who are you uh we're from the uh State mental institution. Uh, we chartered the boat. We're going to go fishing, and uh, that's all there is to it. But I won't cry myself asleep. My soul no longer weeps. But my body lies in the heart of the sea. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boat around and out the crew. Our special guest, Shannon, from Aloft, a brand new social media app. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> Aloft is is where she she is above the rest I, of our crew, I, I, but her app is called Afloat, and you check it out afloat.app. Wow. You might want to just get Aloft as well, Shannon, just to be. I might have to. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that could work. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, see? Buy, get that website before it disappears. I had a well, couple questions. She, she floats above the rest of us. Well, okay, go ahead, Barry. What, what you go. need to do, Shannon, is Aloft will be for Greg's aircraft plane show that that's right that's right she could do a social media app for for just plane for radio. pilots yeah mm-hmm. right all right barry what do you got so you were talking about how you have this app where you can actually i guess see other people that have the app on it they show up as little flags or something like that mm. so if you want boats do, barry it would make boats. sense well it could be um <laughs> So if you wanted to get a group of people together, I guess you can use this to see who's arrived, who hasn't arrived, or where you're located. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Um, what we are looking at including is uh, different filters, right? Because when I when I talked about this being for watercraft owners, you know, if you're a sailboater and you want to meet other sailboaters, you want to be able to filter just to sailboaters within the map. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, further filter down to just your friends and find out where they are. Right. So um, they would have a special code or something that you would just type in. You'd list them as a friend or 
Yeah, it would it would be no different than um, how you see the icons when they appear in your Waze or your Google Maps, where you know there's a different icon for a hotel as versus um, a restaurant, okay. mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the other functionality that we're including, and this was um, this actually came from my dad because he told me that you know when they get into an anchorage and if they're having kind of a party day he'll actually raise a flag that says, Hey, we're partying, you know, feel free to, you know, bring a bottle of wine, come on by. So we want to digitize that experience as well to let people. So boaters can let other people know they're social. Maybe they want privacy, but maybe they want to party as well. Uh-huh. So there'll be ways to do that within it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, these filters, are you talking about the kind that, you know, when I, I get a call from Barry, he shows up on my phone as a poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll make Barry a poop emoji immediately in the app. Thank you. <laughs> Remember, okay. the app is a float, not a loft. Yeah. No, <laughs> ba- Barry's Barry's emoji in the app has got to be the red watch cap. The red watch. That's, that's, that's right. Okay. That's, that's right. it. I love it. Yeah. What do you think, Barry? Uh, well, Patrick, what about you? You would you participate in such a thing? Uh, being so, you're because you're very antisocial. And so I don't know if this is your cup of tea, but w- well, would the you? fact that I don't like you does not make me antisocial. Yeah, it does. Uh, Barry, am I antisocial? No. <laughs> okay. So there you go. So the answer um, is: Would you use it? Would you? Uh, do you see a I need would. for something? I like would, this? especially if yeah. you know, if I'm running boats up and down the coast, things like that. Mm-hmm. Although I would say, in my official capacity for work, I would never be looking to parquet, um, you know, on a customer's million dollar boat, but. It'd be nice to know where those areas are so I could avoid them. Well, hey, you know, if you need like a tag, like you were saying, you, you'd raise a flag that, hey, I want to party. Come on over, bring some, you know, chips and dip or whatever. Or you want your privacy, right? Uh, maybe that flag could just be a picture of Captain Patrick. Like, leave me alone. I'm a crotchety old captain. Yeah, chips and dips. What, what, what are you, nine years old? I, I like mean? the idea that. I don't know how much of this you're going to be able to get, but if you get a lot of these companies that are on the water that either uh, have fuel, that have provisions, that have restaurants and all that, so that if you're driving, you know, you're going down the intercoastal and you want to look for a restaurant, if you put your pointer over it, would it pop up with information about it and a telephone number? What would it do? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we want to have all waterfront establishments on here as well. Um, the other thing we want to do is give um, boaters an opportunity to mark points of interest for new boaters and other boaters or just to remind themselves of you know where they've been and why they like it, mm-hmm. which um, wouldn't be dissimilar from, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Airbnb or ever used that functionality, but um, as soon as you leave one of these Airbnb hosted establishments, you're prompted to kind of leave a review about what was good about it, what was bad about it. So so if you think about that and transferring that into the boating world, that could be about provisioning locations or that could be about anchorages. Like, did your hook hold well? Could you tie off to shore? Is there a small beach to play for kids? Is there cool hiking trails? Um, so that will be a part of it. And to going back to like Patrick's thing about the privacy, if you think about it, if you're if you're a private sailor, you can browse the, the app completely incognito, which will be a a function. And you can see that, oh, there's a lot of boats in that anchorage. I don't want to go over there. I'm going to go over to this anchorage where there's no boats. Mm -hmm. So there there will be like something for everybody, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I like it. And I assume people will be able to use this. Is it going to be a free thing on the app? Uh, But you're going to make a few bucks maybe by having sponsorships for restaurants and things like that. That's kind of how the revenue stream works on this. Does that make sense, Shannon? 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big believer in non-disruptive revenue when it comes to apps. I don't want to, I don't want to make this like expensive for anybody. It's going to be a free app. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the people that are going to have to pay for it are the people who are want to, you know, actually have maybe uh, their logo pop up in the map, kind of like, um, like ways, right? Intrinsic advertising, not, Mm -hmm. not big banner ads that are going to be extremely disruptive to the experience. I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like seeing it in other apps that I use. Yeah, and seeing as how there are absolutely zero boaters out there that have egos, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I could see a ton of people paying to to have their you know the the name of their boat or you know the, a picture of their boat, whatever it is. Um, that, that's a veritable gold mine. I do have a question regarding uh, a, a say. I don't know if you're tying this in. Is the app going to be tied into uh, the USCG in any way, shape, or form? Any type of alerts that a boater's in distress, be on the lookout? Because you will have boaters out there that don't have a VHF, even a handheld. Is there anything on the app that would that you're planning on having that type of feature? Yeah, that's a great question. And absolutely. Um, one of the things that we're going to do, just like how you can mark your boat that you're in party or privacy mode, we want people to be able to mark a pan pan or a mayday, you know, and actually write in and say, hey, we have engine trouble. We have this. I mean, with the disclaimer of a float is not going to be your first line of defense. Uh, you know, please contact your local Coast Guard first. But, you know, how great would that be if this community, um, you know, was helping each other out and somebody that was only a float app could go out and, and help somebody who's, you know, engine trouble or, or whatever I, it is. I, Absolutely. Yeah, you put a little announcement out. Hey, I'm low on hot dogs if you're heading this way drop I off i can a see a little dozen. picture of a Come boat on. with flames coming out of it saying <laughs> help needed <laughs> that would get their attention okay yeah. yeah but once again you can check it out a float.app uh, it's online right now it's in beta testing looking for beta testers shannon thanks for being on the world of boating today we appreciate the update and wish you all the success in the world okay thank you thank all you right. for having me there thank you, you shannon we got more coming up on the world of boating stay close Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick Barry Zibuder, rounded out the crew. All right, so. Um, you know, are you going to be a beta tester, Barry? What do you think? Barry the beta uh, tester. Barry the beta tester. I think I you could, could do I that. Could, I think I could do that. Yeah. I just have to get out on the boat and try it out. Right. And you have to be able to that, use that. a computer. Well, actually, no. You just got to be able to use <laughs> I just, your phone. That's I just it. learned how to text properly with you guys. So. I know. <laughs> It'll be a it's new a lost thing. cause. <laughs> new trick for an old dog. That's right. right. All right. Well, what else do we got uh, to navigate through today, uh, Captain Patrick? Anything? No, no, it's been a quiet week in boating, so, you know, absolutely nothing's going on. But there's a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, One thing that we had posted a couple weeks ago, we didn't get to talk about last week because of our uh, uh, going in-depth with uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, um, a.k.a. uh, Barry the Boater. (laughs) Um, What? Are you saying Jerry and Barry are the same person? 
that that was one heck of a Zoom uh, feature that uh, Barry incorporated to turn himself into Jerry. Yeah. Uh, right down to the accent. Well, you know, uh, uh, but internet tricks. pronounce some words yeah. correctly, so I knew it was Barry and not huh. Jerry. Well, from the record, Jerry has not bought his boat yet. And yeah, he, uh, I don't think he, he's made much progress since last week. So yeah, we'll have him back on once he does. Um, the over-under is, uh, I predict, we'll be having the same conversation 12 months from now. I, I'll tell you what. I think he is going to buy a boat. I did have a conversation with him off the air after the show. And he is definitely on a mission. Much more, I think he's much more dedicated to this effort than I thought he was initially. Uh, despite... Yeah. Me warning him otherwise, I think he is on a mission uh, to make this happen. So we'll see. I, I don't think well, it'll be that long. I really don't. But but time will tell. So a, a story we posted that got a little bit of traction from some uh, longtime listeners was this proposed luxury tax in Canada that is, if it passes in the budget, um, would affect vehicles, including boats of over $100,000. And uh, personal aircraft, um, uh, a boat is actually anything over $250,000, uh, most vehicles over 100000 and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about that thing that happened in the late 80s here in the States with that luxury tax. Okay, that's coming that. up on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Well, I don't think that's accurate, but uh, the good news is here at the World of Boating, uh, I think our entire crew are now officially vaccinated. Uh, is that right? I know Barry is. Uh, Patrick, you're done, aren't you, with both shots? Yep. Okay, see? Uh, we nailed it. And uh, we're ready to travel, buy an expensive boat, move to Canada, and then get the hell out of Dodge because they're going to tax us too much because our boat is too expensive. Is that Actually, right? That's that's in Canada. Well, I know. We, we'd go boat in Canada, and then we'd say, okay, we got to leave. They want too much money from us. Cause they're, well, they're, they're, they're looking at a luxury tax in Canada uh, when their budget goes, whether or not it stays or not. Um, we did post this story, and, of course, I was working in the, indus- in the industry. Uh, it was about four years in uh, when the $75,000 luxury tax took place during uh, uh, George Bush's administration. Um, and that's one of those things that I think ultimately doomed him was, you know, read my lips, no new taxes, boom, $75,000 luxury tax. Mm-hmm. So uh, at that era uh, in the industry, upwards of uh, over 25,000 workers in manufacturing, boat manufacturing, lost their jobs, building boats and yachts. And then there was uh, an additional about 75,000 that were lost, companies that supplied boat and yacht parts, you know, that dealerships and uh, manufacturers of parts that go in boats and so on and so forth, and wound up, of course, getting repealed uh, a few years later because it was it was a disaster. It, it just it, it didn't do what they 
wanted it to and actually really, really hurt, impacted not just the boating industry, impacted the RV industry, uh, aircraft, uh, so on and so forth. And uh, the fear is, of course, that it would do the same thing in Canada. And not the, in Canada, there are companies up there, of course, that manufacture watercraft. Um, but the import of boats into Canada would be adversely affected. And that's a huge market for a lot of domestic boat manufacturers uh, here in the U.S. Yeah. So it's, it's something that uh, I'm hoping does not uh, pass, uh, does not take effect. But uh, I know some boat companies are are looking at that, you know, the possibility and what that would mean uh, for the dealers that they supply when already boats are in short enough supply or non-existent, um, which brings us to uh, another story, which is we had talked about uh, last year as the uh, COVID epidemic uh, pandemic really kind of took hold is the impact in the supply chain. Um, and we are still continuing to see this throughout the industry. Uh, some manufacturers, uh, I cannot say whom, um, not the one that I work for, for those of you who are familiar with the manufacturer that I work for, but there are others that uh, they really can't even take any more orders because they don't have the raw materials to produce mm-hmm. um, the boats. Um a couple months ago, resin was in uh, a short supply. Um, I'm surprised that resin tanker trucks weren't getting escorted in with the police. Uh, you know, it was it was that critical. You know, no resin, no boats. Hmm. Uh, now it's uh, fiberglass uh, is uh, in a short supply, um, as well as upholstery foam, which is something that you would think. How could that be? I, I I can't explain it, but you know, a lot of manufacturers, the upholstery foam that they get that's used is goes to a sublet provider. It gets cut, it gets shaped, um, you know, for for all the uh, different configurations. Um, but there are manufacturers out there that have dedicated their supply to current production and not anything for warranty. Which means if you've got a fairly new boat and you've got a cushion that has been damaged and your dealer is trying to order a complete cushion, um, they may be somewhere upwards of four months out before you would even get a cushion. The good news is vinyl, marine vinyl, is an abundant supply, so chances are you could get a new cover or a skin made as long as the foam hasn't been compromised or ripped or shredded and just you know untack the old cover tack the new cover on, resecure everything, and you're back in business. Okay. All right. Well, so, I mean, you know, a lot of that, I guess, would be expected due to the uh, shutdown of all the factories that have happened over the last year. There's going to be some lag. Uh, but yeah, now it, things it, are finally catching up. So, you know, we're going to have a lull there for hopefully a couple months, and then it'll pick pick back up, and they'll start uh, ramping up deliveries of that stuff, won't they? Uh, they're, they're trying. It's just weird how it, which parts if you will and really no rhyme or reason you know like one following another that you would think you know okay that would make sense and then it would make sense that this following part would be in short supply so on and so forth Mm -hmm. but even globally there's a engine manufacturer where again it comes down to parts they're dedicating everything they've got to meet production demand so if you've got a part failure for 
the engine and you're trying to get, say, a, a fuel pump, you're being told, you know, it's, it's four or five weeks at best before we can get you one. And guess what? Your boat isn't going to run without a fuel pump. Right. Well, the one thing it, you see in the mainstream media right now is the fact that, uh, you know, the chip makers are way behind schedule. Yes. Yeah. And cars are having, it's uh, affecting manufacturing of cars. Does that apply to some boats and the engines as well, Patrick? What do you think? Not, not the engines, but you may find it affecting um, the, the control systems, the computers, mm-hmm. the brains, you, yeah. electronics, avionics. Mm-hmm. Why do you ask a question and don't allow me to answer? Because well, we, we know. We were helping you. Yeah, we're trying to assist. So <laughs> what you're going to find is is probably more the uh, map cards for navigation units uh, may wind up being in short supply. You mean the memories? Uh, talking about the uh, the external map cards you would get, yeah. the SD cards. Yeah. Wow. You, you, you may find that some of those are uh, in short supply things of that nature, you know, raw materials that are needed to make those. So fortunately, you know, there's enough units out there. I mean, if you've got a new, new boat, you're probably able to update uh, via, you know, wirelessly and do your download, your updates and everything that way. Uh, But if you're still relying on a map card and, you know, you need to update your map card and uh, you can't. And again, there, there are enough websites out there. If you've got, you know, your, your card reader, you could plug in, via the internet and you know update it that way but if you're looking for replacements things like that could be an issue um as you look and you know uh, unfortunately it's affecting not just new boaters but again you've got boats out there that are maybe two three four years old um that they're having the same issue and unfortunately it, it is part of the boating lifestyle if you will the upkeep and maintenance uh, not everybody does as diligent a job as Barry does with his boat, but even Barry maintaining his boat as, as meticulously as he does still has component failures or has oh, yeah. things that he has to replace because they just stop working. It's yeah. not the fault of the boat manufacturer. It's not necessarily the fault of the, the manufacturer that made the part. It just happens um, well, so, all these things you're bringing up, Patrick, I mean, uh, are we talking about these are things you see uh, potentially happening, or have we seen any kind of uh, data are. that shows this is having a critical impact on the industry overall? We don't know uh, yet, do it, we, or it, do we? It's, it's, it's ongoing right now. It has been for about the past 12 months, but you're seeing more of a lag, if you will, um, in the supply chain because there's a lot of manufacturers out there that uh, they may have had enough inventory um, and relied and were kind of getting it trickled in, and now that's kind of dried up. And again, you've got a lot of domestic boat manufacturers that are trying to produce boats to meet the demand, and there's just not enough raw materials to go around Necessarily, so those manufacturers that have uh, they have purchase agreements with the ABA, things like that, um, and they've got their materials in, um, they're in, they're in really good shape. Uh, probably the smaller manufacturers, maybe more the independents. Uh, again, not the manufacturer that I work for because they they are part of the ABA, but um, you know, ones that aren't are are having to uh, scramble. 
So the B2, uh, boutique type brands are going to have a tougher time than the major players right now. And you need to kind of know that going in if you're looking for a new vessel that, hey, if you're going to a little bit more smaller manufacturer, you're going to need to ask these questions. Are they going to be able to deliver on time? Are they having any supply issues? Whereas the big boys might already have that addressed a little bit better. Is that in a nutshell, maybe? You know, I'm, I'm not going to dispute you. I'm just going to say yes, because I want to move on to another story. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, we don't have time for that. Uh, Jerry, the diver guy, is standing by. He does want oh, no. to uh, come back on today and no, address no, his progress. No, no. He's, uh, he's Along cut. with, uh, you know, maybe we'll get another story in there from Captain uh, Patrick's, <sighs> you know, book bag. Just breathe. Just yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, no telling what we'll cover here on the World of Boating. Might even learn something. Yeah. That's coming up next. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message, and we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast batten out the hatches aye aye sir man the bowsprit stow the mizzen mast jive the jib boob hoist the mainsail and lower the tattersail look sharp man pipe the starboard hatch the leeward watch and trim the scuppers of the port boot deck
is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. And yes, we are now joined by Jerry, the diver guy, who's on a quest to find his liveaboard vessel. He wants to move to Florida, live on a boat, and uh, just make life better than it has been for him in the past compared to the uh, living in the mountains of Virginia. He's a diver. He's a fisherman. He's a boater. He uh, brings his own spring water with him sometimes wherever he goes. But that's a whole nother thing, and it's, I don't know, he'll probably leave that uh, up there in the woods of the mountains of Virginia. Is that right, Jerry? Uh, hey, if we can we, if we can fit it on the boat, we'll do it. Well, okay. That, that's how you boost the octane of the fuel. Yeah. Uh, he's going he's gonna to brew his own fuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's one way on, to save the planet. Buddy. Yeah. All right, yeah, everything's going well. So since last week, where you were uh, doubling for uh, Barry... Uh, which, which, by the way, Greg, Greg, Captain Patrick, why, Captain Patrick believes that you are Barry. That is why I, I logged on, Greg, to address this issue. That you are a different person I altogether. Think, I think the world of Captain Patrick. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. love him. Think the world of him. I, I, I respect all of his his ideas, all of his expertise, knowledge, everything, years of experience, expertise. Yeah. Yes, right. Except right. for this one thing. This is one put, thing he disagrees with. He put me in the same dang boat as Barry. Ah. How dare he? At least Barry oh, has wow. a boat. I, well, I have just, a boat, but it's not do. a liveaboard boat. Uh, I am just an animatronic here. Wait yeah. a minute. I am not real. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Do you already have a boat now? Yes. I, I what have, do you have a boat. I have a John boat. Oh, that's uh, not. That uh, doesn't count. Uh, you're not a boater. Either way, it's still spelled B-O-A-T. It's boat. a little as dingy you can get. It doesn't matter. Not it's really. Still a boat. <laughs> he has a John boat. Okay, that makes him a I boater. Every year, I pay taxes on it every year. It's barely a piece of aluminum. I had to go through the state of Virginia every two years and put a sticker on it. Yeah. So well, that's great for uh, cruising through the Everglades and All look right, for on. gators. This, this, this is the... What, here's how we'll determine if he's got a boat. Is he going to sleep on it? No. Nope. What's the name of it? Uh, John. A Coleman Crawdad. What? Wait, well, what is it? A Coleman Crawdad. The Coleman? No, no, no. That's the brand name of it. What is? No. What is? The, what did you name your boat? Is there a name across the transom? Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> really? That's what you named your boat? Yep. Damn uh, it. That, that would be great every time. Hop in, damn it. Guard. This is the damn it. What? This is the damn it. Why no, did you also the damn boat? it? Let's go. All right. we, we we need a picture of the transom of the boat. Why? You <laughs> don't believe that his his boat is named that? I don't believe he's got it across the transom of his boat. Oh, it is. Well, there you go. See, What's that doesn't surprise transom? me a bit. That sounds oh, just wait, like wait, Jerry wait, the wait. Diver guy. It's it's on the sides. Oh no! See, that doesn't count. You're not a boat. It's not a boat. Oh, boat boy. hat. The boat name on the transom. It's then oh, a boat. A okay, right. okay. I will go out there and paint it on the back. <laughs> he's going to get out a Sharpie and put a name on it. Well, look, now we know Jerry the Diver guy already has a boat. So yeah, what's keeping you from moving to Florida now? You can live, right. on you John, can live on the John boat. Can live on that boat. <laughs> sure you could. Sure you it's could. only 12 foot long, Greg. Thick. There's and people living in you? boxes down here, Jerry. You're you could six uh, foot. You That's could half survive. the boat. The other half is your supply. Hey, I, got the, I got a great name for it, Jerry. A loft. 
Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what it is anyway. <laughs> well, hilarious. Uh, All right. Huh. So uh, have you made any progress on, well, getting a bigger boat that you can actually live on or I, no? I am still looking. All right. Have you found um, anything to zero in I, on I, yet I, or I, no? I, I actually looked at another boat yesterday, another yeah. Sea Ray. Another Sea Ray. How big? Give us the specs. Like 36 foot, something like that. Yeah. Stern drive? Uh, actually, no, it was not a stern drive. V drive. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. How much do they want for? I think it's sixty. Ouch! Is That's that ten thousand uh, more than your limit? No. Well, well, you know, if I had to splurge a little bit more to get what I want, yeah, then I will. Right. I'm going to keep looking for a house. But you boat. said uh, that sounds like a pretty beefy boat. I mean, you can't trailer yeah. that though, can you? No. No, I'm not. So where is it? Trailer. I want it. Is in Florida. Oh, it's already in Florida. I, okay. I want to be able to just. Put it there and live on it. Then if right. I want to go to the Keys, so go to the Keys. When you say you found a boat, you found it online. You haven't seen it, yeah, obviously, yeah. in person. I haven't, yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So uh, it doesn't matter if I buy it tomorrow or next year, but it's still going to happen, no matter what. See, I'm done. I'm, I told I'm you. Going out of this I, I, hey, I said earlier uh, that Jerry, the diver guy, at first I wasn't sure if he was real serious, but I do believe he's on a mission, Patrick. So you just heard it from his from the horse's mission. mouth. Yeah. I the only thing I said is uh, I, I made the over under is. Twelve months from now, one year, we're having the same discussion with Jerry. No. Yeah, but we also started this discussion as it doesn't matter if I buy it tomorrow or if I buy it next year or whenever. I am going to buy. Okay. I have to find the boat that I want. All right. So, and when you find it, you'll know. It's kind of yes. like one I, of those well, deals. I, actually, I had a boat that was tucked out from under me. It was that forty-four foot Sea Ray. So wow. I actually had Casey, the tobacco nut. Going down to look at it, and they yeah. sold it the same day. Sold yep. it the same day. How about that? Real, All right. Real so, Finn would have put deposit on it for you. He's got to get his financing in place, so when he sees that, that, that magical vessel and the lady starts speaking to him, he'll know that he's you ready to grab hold and you buy it. jump on board. Damn it. Hey, that's you what notice he, Barry and Jerry don't speak at the same time? Yeah, oh, I yeah, noticed that. I don't think that's coincidence. All right. Anyway, on that disturbing note, let's wrap it up till next week. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.